Episode number 429. If we focus on two-thirds on corporate culture and one-third on financial success, that that's where alchemy happens. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is fired up and ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to awaken the fire in your organization, folks. Uh, because at the end of the day, bringing passion and bringing uh, uh, you know, that life and fire, like some people say with my podcast, it just it it gives you a little bit of separation, but many times we're going to need a coach. We're going to need someone to help us through this, and I have someone to talk to you today, folks. Miss Catherine Bell, Catherine, are you ready to be real today? I am ready to be real today and talk about corporate cultures because it is the secret sauce Let's to go. awakening organizations. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that does transfer over to obviously the customer and we can talk about that. We can talk about many things into the business. But first, were you always into business? Were you always into like uh, fascinated by business when you were even when you were a kid? Okay, you're going to laugh at this. 1980s picture me looking through l magazines right and i saw a picture of a woman and i said oh she's the ceo of this organization mm. she wasn't she was a model for the organization but gotcha, i'm like gotcha. i'm gonna be that ceo and i'm gonna sit in that corner office wow. so i kind of had a knowingness from when i was younger my path has not been linear though right not at so all. That, and that's the part of the journey. And that's the part of the, the fun uh, of of life, I think, in many ways. You're talking about being a mom and having kids and having them go off to college. And I'm sure that takes a sacrifice. I know right now in my businesses, I don't have the same amount of time. I leaned into being a dad that gets to spend time with his kids instead of going to just run to my business. And then I do have to work a lot harder, I think. But I also get a lot more memories that I know I didn't have with my dad. So that's why I do it. Uh, it might be a little bit crazy in some days too. I think I think I am a little bit crazy to be honest with you. But that's gonna take my journey. I know my business hasn't been the greatest in some ways because I haven't had as much time to spend on it, to talk to customers and do many things. But I have all these other priceless things that I don't give a crap about the business about at the end of my day. So I um, think you know everyone's journey is beautiful in that way. First, then take me into this. How did you come up with this idea of awakening and an organization as, uh, uh, as far as the name goes? I love it. The Awakening. Let's go. The Awakening okay. Company. Okay. Picture this. You are going to sit with me right now yeah. in a dimly lit cafe in New York City. Mm -hmm. I was in a dimly lit cafe in New York City. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, it was like a lightning bolt hit me at the top of my head. Mm. At the time, I had started an executive search firm called gotcha. Blue Era, and I'm a serial entrepreneur. But this lightning bolt came into my head in this dimly lit cafe, and it said, you are to write a book called The Awakening Company. Wow. You are to do something called The Awakening Company. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I turn to, I'll turn to you. And I said, oh, my goodness, this, this, just, this idea just came Thank to you. me. And my colleague, Carolyn, said, you've got to write the book. You've got to create. So I started creating and I actually used, we used Blue Era as a Petri dish for mm. doing things like unlimited vacation, bring your dog to work day, mm. mindfulness in our organizations, and was playing with 
corporate culture right from the beginning. And that company actually became a profit 10, profit 200. The, wow. I did it completely differently, though, with focus on my kids, my family. And I also focused, the organization really focused on how do we bring meaning and autonomy and belonging in our organizations and how do we bake in healthy corporate culture? Mm. So the journey of the book is a long one. I won't go into it, but what- How long, emer- did, it t- for how long did it take you to write the book first? Uh, seven years. Wow. Okay. Let's go. So this is a lot of, a lot of information, a lot of, of detailed information, if you want to call it procured thoughts, uh, and some procrastination too, I'm sure. We didn't have ChatGBT seven years ago. So right now we can just have, hey, ChatGBT, write me a five-page paralog about this little paragraph. And it will write that for you, folks. Uh, it might not be exactly your words. It might not be exactly your tone, but it can write. I can definitely write for us. Um, but so so take with it, you're, you're working to create the book. Um, uh, what? What 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 uh what at some point do you feel like is uh, the final step to it? How how did that all come together to actually publish it? Did oh you have a word. deadline or did you uh, were you self publishing it yourself? No. So are you familiar with Eckhart Tolle? Yes. The Power of Now. Yes. Uh, well, I said in my mind's eye, I really wanted that publisher, Namaste Publishing, mm. because it represented the consciousness of the time. Mm. And at first she said, no, 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 no. And I kept on knocking on the door. I'm like, no, it's meant to be published by Namaste Publishing. Wow. And finally she said, yes. And so Namaste wow. Publishing published The Awaken Company. And it was just re-released after seven years. And you know, most business books don't survive past six years. It's yeah. won a ton of awards. And I'd say it's even more current for now right. than it was seven years ago, Travis. So it and it really is an invitation to how do we create healthy corporate cultures? Because here's what the business research says. I'm really into research mm-hmm. and scientific process. I teach at a university. So for me, having that business research is hugely important. If we focus on two-thirds on corporate culture and one-third on financial success, that that's where alchemy happens. Mm -hmm. And yet often, I just got off the phone with a client who said to me, you know, I didn't realize how much you changed our organization because we were very operationally efficient, but we had no emphasis on corporate culture. Got you. And it's in the actually belonging. Like, for example, your room. Your room right now screams yeah. to me of belonging. Pictures with your name on it. Yes. Like, like, how do we create cultures in our organizations of belonging and meaning and depth right. where relationships are healthy, yeah. where the team can thrive? That's really, for me, how to create a healthy corporate culture. Yeah. And I think so often CEOs don't focus on it. Like some will say to me, you know, Kath, can you get me from zero to a billion dollars in five years? Like you did that other company. I'm like, no, I'm not interested. Right. Your, your mantra cannot be the solely finance. on the bottom line. It has to be on meaning and those priceless moments, giving value to those priceless moments. Mm-hmm. So I'm a mom and I've never worked traditionally since I've had kids. Wow. That's awesome. Because uh, my you priority, push back on You push back on that. That's That's been your priority. Yeah, like it's been absolutely my priority. And that and, and that helps you define your time and then also people respect it more. And then also they go, okay, cool. Well, when can we talk to you? Or they'll work within what, what you can do because you make that part of your, your outreach and you don't hide that, that you're want to spend time with your kids. Hey, I'm busy right now. I'll catch you at three o'clock. You want to get me at three? Cool. I have less time to talk to you guys, but I will see you at three o'clock when my kids are taking that or whenever is available for your schedule. Um, 
Versus I think a lot of entrepreneurs too, they sacrifice that time with their kids just to take the phone call, just to, just to, you know, pick up the next phone to talk about nothing. You know what I mean? Well, you can't leave it on voicemail and then you can just pick it up in, in, you know, in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be blunt. Like, so you have a two and a four year old to bed and I'd work. Yeah. So I do think that there's right. a power in working right. hard. So it's it's both. It's yeah. both. It's totally. and so often we kind of totally. um segment, but many people don't have their own personal visions. So mm. Travis, do you have your own vision for I your like life? I, I feel like I have a personal vision, but I think that we don't think about that often. I have written out my visions. Uh I do have uh some documentation where I have some stuff that I've, th- I've thought about and uh, I probably don't do it enough visualizing them, you know, but I mean, the biggest thing I want to do is I want to be a good human. I want to be a great dad. I want to be someone that is, was, lo- was known that the world loved. Uh, he loved them as much as uh, you know, they loved him as well. And uh, as someone that's been somewhat respected, you know, that I respect you and you respect me. I can get along with a lot of people. I've been made music with people that are straight thugs. And I've also hung out with the most corporate people in the world that hate Donald Trump. And I've had to sit there and say, okay, I don't get, I don't like the guy either, but let's just focus on something else, you know? And the bigger thing in general is at the end of the day is respect is I think the biggest thing I would like to leave this world with um, uh, as well as also the, a little love and energy and positive vibes. And you got a little bit of extra. I didn't have to record a podcast 10 years ago and start doing it every single week and put it out there and hopefully someone gets some value from it. Not only me, but also the guests. And I've also built a cool mastermind, if you want to call it, with interviewing people I would never have access to um, if I was just sitting here in Fresno. But um, I think it, it, it's uh, it's something that we all could work at, you know? How do you go about that? So first of all, I invite every single listener to have a personal aim. And it should be a sentence that's very clear and direct. And it needs you need to repeat it to yourself. Mm. So as you go through a doorway, or if you're taking your dog for a walk, or if you're beginning a meeting, if we don't have an intention, we will be led. Right. Either we lead or we're going to be led. So we Mm. need intention, awareness, and action. Those three pillars, intention, awareness, action. So we need to bring our, so how do you create a personal vision? It's your why statement. Mm -hmm. It's like, why are you on this planet? And in that definition of why there's a series of, you know, it's why you belong here. Yeah. And everybody on your team should have personal intention statements. Right. And often we don't. So, and then yeah, a lot true. of CEOs don't even have per, uh, visions, corporate visions. So if we don't begin with our inner selves, how can we expect the outer act to actually happen? So Travis, let's go back to like, okay, let's first come within. What's our inner vision? Then what's our team's vision? And then how do we activate it? Intentions, mm-hmm. awareness, action. Intentions, awareness, action. Yeah. And I think right now, the biggest thing that I know just as a um, post-COVID, pre-COVID, everything was a little different in my conversations with customers. All about getting the new customer, all about trying to get the next promotion going, all about trying to get this thing going, all about trying to get that thing going. Now, a lot of the talks are, we need to get people to work here. We need to get people to stay here. We need to get people to to come to the job. Um, that is like becoming now like more of this resonant thing. We need to get more employment ads out. I never thought I'd be doing employment ads and all these different things two years ago, never even really talked about them. 
very, very little, like 2%, 1%. Now, 20% of the conversation. My, my thing is, it goes back to they don't have the culture. They don't got the culture that people want to work with. And it's just a commodity. And it's just a this and that. And I can go somewhere else. So that gets me into the conversation about when you said unlimited vacations. Yeah. This sounds like a dream to most people as an employer. It's a, it's a placebo, right? In a way, because we don't take unlimited vacations. We can't all afford to take unlimited vacations, can we? Uh, no. What was interesting when we did that with unlimited vacation is people didn't take enough vacation. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like gotcha. it was kind of mind blowing. Um, we thought that they would take initially like way, way more, money, like, like five months or much. something. Right. No, they didn't take enough. So we ended up having to tell people to take vacation because there was something in that the implicitness of actually trusting people. Right. For how they work and when they work, right. it does something else and mm. it gives them autonomy. So I think when we can give people who we work with autonomy right. and control and respect over their right. time, it's a huge lever for creating healthy cultures. So give people autonomy. Yeah. And by creating these visions, we're creating meaning. So how are we creating internal meaning, external meaning? Like mm. when's the last time our, we said to our colleagues, hey, what's your personal vision? And to have a real conversation about that. Right. Instead of, hey, I got this task for you to do. That's always the conversation. Hey, uh, hey, how you doing? Travis? Hey, uh, hey, uh, I need to help you with this report. Hey, uh, uh, you know, it was like, they come over, you know they're coming to say hi, but the next question they're going to ask, whether your boss, your colleague, your friend, it's not about how your kids, wiping your kids' buns this morning were. It wasn't about how your stocks are doing. It wasn't about what you got to go. It's, hey, man, I got to help me with something. I need that. And even customer, I, how you doing? I, I got this thing you got to help me do. So, so true. I think that less of, of, uh, of the, it's more about the transaction many times in business of I got to get this thing done instead of a real conversation. And then also like the conversation loop goes, Hey, well, what about what's yours? You know, what's your vision? You know what I mean? So that leads us to a conversation where you're asking me about mine. Well, what's yours? You know what I mean? So that helps the whole flow of it as well as I think from the top down, because let's be real, a lot of us just are scared as employees of the boss getting mad and firing us or something mad happening and then get fired or or reprimanded or, you know, looked at negatively. Uh, uh, and I even know I had this happen because my HOA, I left them a negative review on Google. And now mm. all of a sudden I'm getting maintenance uh, reviews and I'm getting all these weird letters and I'm getting. And the point is, the person that's involved in this HOA probably saw my Google review and is doing their their due diligence to repay me back the way that they can repay me back with little fees and fines and reporting me for things, which I never got before. And I left them a negative review because they were sending me all these stuff about, I already fixed all this stuff. What are you guys talking about? I already mm -hmm. fixed this. I already asked you kindly to help me fix this stuff. And I, and you guys aren't even fixing the stuff that you need to fix. I fixed my stuff, but you won't fix your stuff. And you want to send me bills. Hey, have a great day. I don't know what to do, but so, tell you each each time you send me these bills, I'm not going to pay this stuff. I don't know what mm -hmm. to say because the uh, the 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 they're they're not asking me about my personal value statement. Hey, do you value being an HOA customer here? No, I'm about to go do everything in my power to report them to uh, HOA organizations and get them in trouble because they fired me up and they're not asking me about how I love living here. I would have no problem to fix my bark in the front yard, but don't send me a hundred dollar extra bill and say I didn't do it because I already did it. 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? And so that's the that's this is a business relationship right here. They're my HOA. I pay them money to manage the HOA and pay the fees and do. I'm the customer though, right? Yes, very. I'm much. the customer. I'm the damn customer. You're sending me. I've never, I've never on earth heard of a business just sending you negative bills and never uh, saying what it's for. Mm-hmm. And how do they not get in trouble? I have no idea. And Travis, what you're pointing to is the importance of cultivating healthy relationships. Right. If we don't have a healthy relationship, either yeah. internal with our organization or externally, right. it, it's awful. It's like there's a terrible tax on the organization. And the majority of people are disengaged. And what we need to realize is we don't get those moments back. Mm. We're losing moments. Yeah. And how do we want to direct our attention and our awareness? Right. You know, and and the there's so many people who are disengaged. The majority of people are disengaged at work. So we're losing, we're Not losing true. moments. They rate the worst time of their day as their time with their bosses. Wow. Like, so I call wow. it the boss hole syndrome. Right. You like know, the, the meetings, like sitting with sitting in the, the manager meeting with the boss, and you're like, oh my God, what's gonna what's she gonna what are they gonna say now that I haven't done right? Um, well, and the reality too is we also need to view everybody as a leader. And so I think there's a kind of a change that's needed in our perception. Yes, we need leaders and everybody is also a leader. And unless we can lead our intention, awareness, and action, which the majority of people don't, they're just kind of going with the winds because they don't have an intention for how they're going to live their life. Right. Whereas I think an invitation for everybody is to cultivate this in intention and you know, healthy relationships mm-hmm. to ourselves and to others are absolutely key, a key lever for every organization. Right. And it's so often diminished and people think we're wasting time. No, we're creating time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're creating, creating time, time, folks. We're making that time happen. Uh, what? Um, so when you wrote the book, obviously it had to attract people to you and opportunities to you as well to talk about this and to help maybe help them as well. I'm guessing that's where the, how the business kind of fully evolved from just a book. And then it's all kind of evolved into a whole big company. Uh, it, talk to me about that. How did that, how did that transition happen? So I'm a serial entrepreneur. Like right. I cannot help but, but to create. Well, we're I to create think huh? <laughs> I'm like an instrument here to just create stuff. So right. um, I was feeling like it was the time to kind of grandmother out of my other business, the executive search business, because I felt all my energy being pulled to awaken company. Mm. So I, uh, that business was successfully sold and continues wow. to be successful That's awesome. without me, which is right. absolutely huge. Right. And That's it's still huge. friends with all my partners. So now we focus on corporate culture consulting during COVID we grew because all of a sudden it popped open our entire business model, taught right. the model in over 23 different countries. Wow. And wow. so now we have webinars on Holy things shit. such as the Enneagram, things such as leadership, things such as how to awaken the fire within, things such on compassion and empathy. And I've also got an app that I've developed. Oh, it has nice. officially been launched, but I have an app. So you're working that- on you're 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 uh, using it, you're using the 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 uh, if you want to call it fundamentals of all your business. And all the, the things you've done to help basically at scale, help people to do this at scale too. That's right. So we'll go to awakenly.app and it's like personal kind of 
invitations every day to consider. It's not a meditation app. It's a self-development app. So it's super cool. It's working now. So people can check it out. We haven't, again, officially launched. That's coming. Uh, And at the same time, like being very um, involved in the community. So I started something called the Awaken Project to help other entrepreneurs start their own business from marginalized communities. Wow. I also am involved with the Science Center. Uh, which is obviously science. And the third is uh, the Impact Society, which helps kids. So I would also invite everybody to somehow think about how you're serving the world through your business, through your organization, through who you are every Mm. day. When you're walking down the streets, even just giving someone a smile, that smile could change that person's life. Oh, yeah. So the the invitation... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the bigger thing is there's a big disconnect too between between all the good that businesses do and them being kind of evil empire, you know, grow and take your heads off and profit only because and I think that that's where your kind of whole positioning statement and whole business thrives is that you guys can change that model. Um, uh, letting people see what all the good that these companies do and from every part of aspect of their business, whether it's internal, external marketing, et cetera, that we've, we, we changed the, 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 um, if you want to call it the, uh, that, that whole, that whole statement, it's just kind of crazy when people say, Hey, these companies are, you know, some of the worst companies, well, they also have a lot of good they do, but they just must not have a good job of telling you. Uh, the consumer about this stuff. Otherwise, you'd probably think a little bit better about them. Um, and, and because let's just be real. I mean, it's just a, a continual problem. Uh, uh, whatever conversation you have, everyone's got different points of view about Amazon and about Tesla and about you know some of these huge corporations. And it's just interesting because I think that they all need to do a little awakening in their business because they have the money. And um, uh, because there must be a disconnect, they have to be doing different. And if they're not, they need to bring in my girl to change up things in their business, Mr. Bezos, Mr. Elon, uh, to awaken, you know, uh, from the employee level up uh, would would help just the conversations these people have every day in alone would, would change the company. Very much so. I believe business is a force for good. And right. I also think when we bring humanity back into our organizations and begin to respect each other, right. love each other, and are wise with each other, that magic can happen. And we can create, that's the only way the challenges that we're facing right now will be solved through organizing differently. And mm-hmm. for your kids, for my kids, for everybody's kids, we need to do better. So that's the invitation. We need to do better and we need to bring humanity, meaning, belonging, autonomy, all of the words I've used back into our organizations and create healthy, thriving cultures because people are lonely, people are disengaged. Mm -hmm. And the way to do that is to find meaning, belonging, autonomy, all these words that I've been using to create healthy corporate cultures. And so often the focus is just on the bottom line. We need to change that. Or like I told you, like the bigger concerns, we got to get people to show up and, and get employees and this and that. Well, you, you did something wrong five years ago uh, or 10 years ago that, you know, uh, now we're dealing with it and we're taking down the chin now. But let's figure out a way to go forward. I've, uh, you know, I don't necessarily always have all the answers, but it's fascinating to hear uh, from someone that does this on a daily basis. Some of these ideas that I can even just resonate with them about obviously sharing your book and sharing your knowledge, too. Um but now we're about to take you into our top 10, my friend. Are you ready? Ready. She's ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? 
Both. Both. It depends on what you're wanting to watch. I think YouTube exactly. is like educational interviews and stuff. And Netflix is like, let's turn off everything and watch some crazy show that we can't stop watching for an hour or five hours or 10 hours. Uh, Instagram or Facebook? Both. Both. Let's go. Chicken <laughs> or steak for a good meal? Ooh, both. You deserve it. You deserve <laughs> it. We deserve it all. A laptop or a smartphone? Both. Both. Let's go. Both for everything. Uh, Spotify or Pandora? I've had both for everything, actually, by the way. Both. 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 Let's go. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. There we go. That's a defining one. Reading books or listening to books? Reading books. Kinesthetic. Kinesthetic. What was that? Get the physical book. Get the physical book. Is your book on Audible by chance or no? Not yet. It's coming. Not I was yet. about to say we got to get you on Audible too because I I love physical books. I do love being able to uh, do things with my kids outside, have an earbud in, and be taking in content. Um, it is some way I kind of continually learn, and if you want to call it, keep a uh, sane mind uh, in many ways, whether it's a meditation or whether it's a good book or listening to a story uh, or an interview as well. Um, and then also I can do that stuff also while I'm driving and then at the gym too. So I do like that, and then obviously. If you have focused in time, nothing like a good book. Nothing like just getting that physical book. A couple more last questions for you, my friend. Is there an app that you use or run in your businesses? Awakenly is the one that we're creating. So, yes. Yes. So, that would be the app that we're all using. Let's go, wink, wink. Uh, And uh, is there a skill you're trying to master right now? Something you're trying to get better at? Something you're trying to challenge yourself for? There are many skills I am trying to master. It never ends. Huh? As an entrepreneur, as a serial entrepreneur, we always and end up getting ourselves into like, new businesses ideas, but it makes it's fun. Like, it's fun. It's fun. Um, I play tennis. Nice. So I want to bring in kind of sports and being involved in different sports. So tennis yeah. is something I'm trying to master right now. And also I'm really working on owning my own power. Oh, like your own like energy power, my own energy power, because so often and I don't know, I think it's the systems, you know, that we've grown up in. I give my energy away. Yeah. And I give it away like very often. So it's like, how do I own it? We got free energy here, boys. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You're right. I think that's I was talking to uh, one of our previous uh, podcast interviews right now, and we were talking about. Basically, it's sometimes easier to grow the business, but then harder to say no. And then all of a sudden you end up with meetings and phone calls and all this stuff because you're growing and you're getting all these opportunities. You're getting podcast interviews. You get, but then, Hey, I have no time to talk to these. You know, and then it's I said, I think some of the smartest business guys or gals I've listened to are very good at saying no. And they're very good at delegating the jobs and roles that they hate to somebody else. And yeah, then keeping so- them happy. Let's go. Yeah, I'm totally working on that. That's a very big challenge. So when you're waking up for your day, you're getting pumped, energized. Uh, Why do you love being you? It's Catherine Bell. (laughs) Uh, Because I have been lucky and life seems to serve when I serve. Right. Like things happen when we do things with a good heart and when we do things with respect and intention. And... There isn't, it's very rare that I wake up and I'm like, oh, today, 
every day I kind of wake up, I'm like, yes, it's today. You know, like I'm going to see Travis today and I'm going to see my kids today, or I'm going to see so-and-so today and we're going to make this happen and this happen. And I'm going to play this sport. I'm going to do this mindfulness practices. I'm going to do this. um, You know, like I just, yeah. And so it's almost like life respects gratitude too. So every day I'm like thankful I wake up because we don't know when it's going to be our last day, Travis. I think about that all the time. Yeah. You don't know, you know, no one knows to live from that place. Like of just love and gratitude. And I'm like, so thankful and so thankful. Like today I'm going to hop on a plane. How amazing is it to be on a plane? Incredible. Just think about that. Incredible. 10, a hundred years ago, they'd be like, you can go from here to there and how fast you don't have to take six years and get scurvy and get this and that. And <laughs> totally you know, hop in six hours. We'll be there and we'll hop in our Uber and then we'll go right to our place and we'll have dinner ready for us. And yeah, no, it's incredible. It, it, it's, you have to be so grateful. Although there's a lot of things you got to uh, monitor, but these things are incredible. These devices that allow us to scale and run and do so many things like helps me run my eBay business. It helps me manage my team. It helps me do so many things when I'm on the go or wherever that I would never be able to do before. Do Facebook posts, delete something, do whatever. I can just hop on my on the app on there. Boom, boom, boom. Do get it done before I'd have to come back all the way back to the home or make you know some huge change. So obviously we got to watch our notifications. We got to watch many things to keep us distracted on these things. But there's such a blessing too to help uh, you know the entrepreneur uh, on the go too. When when you're when you're on the plane, when you're on you know on the go, you can uh, seamlessly run everything. Well, technology makes connection possible at a right. different level. So I think we need to be appreciative of that connection. And I also believe you, I love that you brought up technology. We need to thank the invisible. So all those people who created that technology. Absolutely. And Absolutely. for me, technology is a. a portal and to use it deliberately, not in a kind of a reinforcing dopamine sense where right. you're all the time, yep. but rather being very deliberate with yep. how and when it's used. Same with chat GBT. Like Absolutely. how and when do we use it? Right. Yeah. And being I mean, very it's, deliberate. It's a uh, chat GBT, I think is like brainstorming still right now. It's still like a great content creator and it's just got so many advantages, but it's still just like anything. It's learning too from us. And so it's only going to get better, but it's you don't want to spend a whole day on there. What are you going to do all day on there? I mean, you can use it wisely, just like uh, what uh, I think uh, what AI, what people are missing from AI, because I use it in my eBay business and I tell yeah. people about this all the time. I have saved 2,000 hours of my life by AI, scanning cards, getting them ready, putting the right data in there, getting them ready for my eBay so I can hit price $1.99 collect all and send 500 cards to eBay in 20 minutes of my time, physically my time, like two minutes of my time, pretty much. I just scan them. It does its work for an hour and a half. I can go play with the kids outside. I can come back to the technology, click a button. Then all of a sudden, then two people buy a card the next day. Then someone buys a card the next day. And for the next 20 years, maybe, or however long I run the business, these cards are being sold thanks to the fact of AI, because I would never be able to list a $2 card with my time on eBay. So this is the benefit of, of uh, AI in my little light of business and my little, and it does it in other things too. I, it helps me list cards. There's many things we have AI already helping us do kind of in our day that we don't really realize. Um, whether you're on Google, whether you're on Gmail, whether you're using different tools that kind of have us already in the back end. Um, and so the beauty is it just helps us save time. People forget that. Yes, it's going to eliminate jobs. Yes, many things eliminate jobs. 
Facebook decided to fire people. Amazon's decided to fire people. People get yeah. fired. That eliminates jobs too. But don't be scared of the tool because it's going to save you time in your life. That's Very the main thing. So. Like you say, we're missing moments. I would. I can't tell you how many moments I'd be missing if I was just be sitting here listing these two dollar cards. So I can list my time on the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar cards, three hundred dollar cards, the bigger high end cards because that takes me a minute or two. But the sale potential is a lot better versus only a two dollar card. And then the benefit is someone that only can afford a two dollar card right now due to the economy gets to buy that two dollar card. So it's Very a benefit. Much. Like this person gets the, the the card of their player they like, and then so that's the benefit. Just in a small way of the power of AI, folks. Don't be scared of, of AI in, in your life and business. And also, like you said, though, too, just know your own limits and boundaries and, and how much you know you want to spend with it, too. But at the end of the day, what it should do is just save you time in your life, in your day. And that's our most precious asset. So enjoy a lot of time saved for the next 20 years, getting to do the things you like to do. A couple last questions before we roll. Who would you like to sit down tonight with? for a lovely chicken and steak dinner? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah! You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Or Dalai Lama. And I'm wow. going to see him in November. I'm going to see him in November. So I'm very serious? excited. I have, I'm serious. I, he actually signs autographs through a email. Um, uh, I found his email address many years ago and uh, would send him let, uh, emails. And he sent me a few different uh, uh, hand signed, beautiful. Uh, uh, but I was, was touched with that. I just... Can't can't imagine the Dalai Lama actually signed something. I know he's signing a million of them all at the same time, but you're gonna see yep. him. You're gonna. Talk I'm gonna to see them? him in November. It, it provided that everything goes as right. as planned, right? It's, Will he let you give him a hug? Will he let, let you give him a hug, or how does that work? Was it like, did you bow to him, or how does that work with the? I'll have to report back on. Okay, that. okay. If yeah. he let you give you a hug, ah, your boy just gave him a hug. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I feel better now. Um, and then last question for you is where is the best place for people to learn more about the business? Cause we want to send them there. We want to, to awaken them. We're going to awaken them on the app too. We're going to put that in there, the awaken app.com, um, and the book. So, uh, you can go to awaken company on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, follow us there. Also sign up for our newsletter, which is on our website. Ooh, and we provide, I see our social media really as social service nice. because it's a lot of like really practical hints for people to run their business well. That's awesome. That's a great way for a business to approach social media. Instead of just talking about yourself, you might as well put out all the secrets to the sauce give people tips, give them value instead of just talking about, Hey, our about us is this, or our, you know, our, 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 you know, our mission statements, this, or, you know, it's kind of doesn't make any sense. So follow the social media and you can guys get some, uh, some hidden tips and some hidden uh, Easter eggs. I will will say, cause Easter's coming up here, some Easter eggs for the day, but you, my friend are going to have a great day. Cause you're going to hop on a plane, go see your kids. I am. I am. And go visit university. So it should be amazing. Well, congratulations. Uh, I thank you again for your time today. Folks, you've been hanging out with Catherine Bell and Travis Tutal and Hub. We again want to thank you so much for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic 
episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at i love podcasts that's i l u v podcasts.com do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does, they don't care and these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcast. And they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.